Hello, friend. Thanks again for joining us on our 260 Challenge. Appreciate you giving the podcast Red Like Me a listen. Today we're coming to you from 2 Corinthians chapter number 6. And today, uh, chapter Paul introduces us to a very important word called yoke. Listen to what Paul warns us about it. Uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 2. Uh, 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, chapter 6, verse 14. Paul says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? And what uh, concord have Christ with Baal? Or what part have he that believeth with an infidel? And then lastly, verse 16. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. This principle of what's familiar in, in this culture um, that Paul was speaking to, they were very familiar with the agricultural terms. And listen to what uh, the Old Testament would say about this. And it would say in Deuteronomy 22.10, you shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. A yoke is a, like a crossbar with two U-shaped pieces that encircle the necks of a, of a pair of working animals that force them to work as a team. It was essential to put two uh, together of the same animals of the same size and the same species like two ox or two donkeys. You could not uh, yoke two different animals uh, in, in that yoke together. You couldn't put a donkey with an ox because they were not like-minded and they had different strings and would never be going straight. Both animals had to be uh, the same so they could drive and get the job done. In today's passage, Paul switches to putting different things inside this yoke. He mentions the believer and the unbeliever because this is important for a successful future. Another way to define a yoke is a means to be stuck together for a journey. You're in a relationship through a device that says you can't no longer go and do what you want. We must do this together. Paul warns against being yoked with an unbeliever, someone who's not made Jesus the Lord of their life. And what kind of relationship uh, do you think Paul's referring to here? I believe he's talking about dating and marriage yoked together. It has the idea of a long-term relationship, but one that can be or rather cannot be easily exited from. It could be in business, it can be in, in investment, it can be in a partnership. And Paul is warning us that to be unequally yoked with someone who does not let the word of God have the final say in their life is that going to be a train wreck waiting to happen. Paul adds four questions to this. He says, basically, uh, what do you have in common? What harmony can there be? Is there any agreement between you? And what kind of fellowship is that? There are four key words of being yoked to an unbeliever. Uh, let's let's be practical here for just for a minute and remember when we are dealing with uh, believers in Jesus Christ and unbelievers uh, get stuck in a long-term relationship uh, which cannot be terminated easily. In a dating relationship or marriage, the believer um, and the unbeliever had so many different principles and so many different things that they want to do. For example, in the uh, dating relationship, someone who is not a believer want to be intimate right away and someone who's a believer should want to wait and do it in the covenant of God and marriage and raising children. A believer and an unbeliever have usually have two totally different set of values, but in a business deal, the believer may have ethical standards and based on doing things honestly and with integrity, whereas an unbeliever just sees the bottom line and can justify anything. Paul's in no way saying that we aren't to have contact with people who don't believe in Jesus quite the opposite. He's speaking specifically about being yoked together to a, in a long-term relationship 
where you're stuck together, going somewhere together, but you have two different types of species in the yoke. One who says, Jesus is Lord, while the other one says, I am in charge of me. We live with people who don't believe in the resurrected Jesus. We go to school with them. We see them at our children's events. We uh, eat at restaurants with them. We work with them. We see them at many different games and so forth, but they are not yokes. Having lunch or going out to dinner with someone who are not Christians, that's not a yoke. When I do things with unbelievers, I'm not thinking about fellowship. I'm thinking about ministry. I'm thinking about, I want them to know the greatest person in the universe, the greatest thing that ever happened to us, and that's getting them into a relationship with Jesus. My job with unbelievers is not to be yoked with unbelievers, but I want to find a way to get them ready for heaven. And one of the most selfish things we can ever think of the highest form of selfishness is that I want to go to heaven, but I'm content to go alone. Let us not uh, ever be that way, but let us want to go to heaven and take a whole bunch with us. But let's not be unequally yoked um, for the long term. And remember, remember now, the only way that you can become a true believer is to accept God's awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me.